Welcome to week 8 of the Pecan Dandies. So sadly, we do not have any guests in studio today. Two weeks with a guest. We're starting to get used to it. We're starting to get used to it, I know. I turned around and I was like, there's no one there. There's no one there, just dirty clothes. <laughs> just dirty clothes. But it's week 8, we're excited to be here. Falling by ourselves in the studio. This week, uh, not a lot of stuff, I mean, a lot of stuff happened this week. A lot of interesting stuff happened, so we're gonna, we're gonna chit-chat about that. Um... Have a pretty interesting today in history. Pretty broad in today in history. Not really something specific like we've been doing the last couple weeks. Uh, went up with a good high five and a non-political would you rather today. Couldn't think of anything. So uh, we'll end up, we'll end up, we're trying to keep it a little light today because we kind of talking about some heavy stuff in the beginning. So, um, But we'll start with the recap of the high five where our resident guest picker, Nick Donheimer, won the week. Went three and two. Me and Jacob both went two and three. I with I picked the Dodgers and the Cavs. They won. Um, picked the Manchester United Chelsea game wrong. The Clippers game wrong, and the OKC game wrong. I picked Jazz and Houston right. Yeah. And then the rest I got wrong. Yeah. Which Baseball, soccer, I'll take it. I should have picked the Cavs. So I knew better. Yeah, I know. It's like I, sh- I probably should have picked Houston. You should. I gotta but. stop picking with my heart. That's probably why Nick won. Nick picked the overwhelming favorites in literally everything. I just like to be interesting. He literally picked Dodgers, who, are, who I think were the favorites. The Cavs were the favorites. Houston's were the favorites. Clippers were probably the favorites at home. Chelsea's a favorite. If I did that every week, I would get away with it. Yeah. But I don't. I like to pick up my heart. I like to be controversial. It's like your mama's podcast. I'm like Alex Jones. I'm playing a performance artist. I'm not... You're trying to say... You're I'm trying, to, a character. You're trying to say can Alex Jones is performance art? That's what he says. He says he's performance art? Yeah. I don't listen to a lot of Alex Jones in full wars. Actually, I watched an Alex Jones compilation last night. <laughs> he's on a war against info. Yeah, did you watch he's, the, did he's you watch, something. Did you watch the Colbert thing where he, he yeah, mocked yeah, him? Yeah, that's what led me to it. I didn't watch it. I, I actually I haven't been watching a lot of Colbert lately. Tuck Buckford? <laughs> that's his name, Tuck Buckford. Tuck Buckford. Yeah. Buckford? Tuck yeah. Buckford. Tuck, Rex Tillerson. Tuck Buckford. Rex Tillerson. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the first thing I had, like the big major, two major things happened this week. Um, we have the Aaron Hernandez committing suicide in prison. Yikes. And Bill O'Reilly getting fired from Fox News. Heavy week. Two kind of big, kind of like, not really, I mean, Bill O'Reilly is a little more political, but uh, they're both kind of like big pop culture kind of mix-ups. So Aaron Hernandez, this is kind of interesting, we, we were talking about this, but you texted me after the show last week saying, did anyone mention Andrew Hernandez on our, <laughs> our scumbags list? Yeah. And we're like, oh, no, no one mentioned him. I'm like, I thought about it, but I'm like, he, he, I always thought he was kind of a scumbag, so I didn't want to... Yeah. He's always been a scumbag. Yeah, but there then like... There's reports that like Tebow had to pull him out of bar fights in college. And but then like a like week that. later, we're like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, he's dead now. And we're like, oh. Um, so I don't know if it's like, it's, it's kind of bad timing or kind of... It was kind of <laughs> interesting timing. I don't want to say it's so, good timing. If we talk about you on the, if we talk about you on the podcast, I guess you're safe. And if we forget about you and we should have, watch out. Yeah, yeah. So sorry. I don't know who that'd be if we forget about him. Let's hope we don't remember. <laughs> yeah, I don't, anyone, I don't want anyone dying. Um, also, this is kind of interesting. The Patriots were like in the White House that that same day it happened. Yeah. Did you see the controversy with uh, fake news reporting situation there? What? Uh, someone tweeted a picture of the Patriots at the White House, and the it looked like a much smaller attendance than the last time they were there. 
and it blew up on Twitter at like 50,000 retweets or something. The Patriots came out and said, uh, we sat a bunch of our players and organization people on the lawn this time instead of moving them up the stairs. So there was essentially the same number of people there, but they were just sitting on the lawn instead of in the picture. Nick told me that Danny Amendola didn't go. A few people didn't go. And Trump was like, Danny Amendola with a fourth down catch. He's like, where are you? Where are you, Danny? And he wasn't there. (laughs) That's actually really funny. (laughs) I mean, there were less people there. A few people didn't go, but not not the the drastic amount. Who's the next championship team who's going to go? Like, who would be the next championship winner who would uh, go to the White House? Probably, probably the, the NBA champs? No, it'd probably be college basketball, right? Yeah, probably. UNC? Yeah. I think, I think anyone's going to dip out of that. It's a good amount of UNC players not going. Yeah. Well, they tolerate it enough to live in North Carolina. That's true. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. NBA, we'll see. If the Caps win the NBA Finals, I could see a lot of those I think players. if the Warriors win, we'd have a problem, too. More, I'd say Cavs more than the Warriors. I don't know. I don't like the Warriors, but they seem to be one of the more woke teams in the league. Steve Kerr is the wokest coach in the league. LeBron came out and endorsed Hillary. He was like one of the only like big players to do that. And, and you Smith have J.R. Smith and Mon Schumper, who are like pretty flamboyant guys. Steph's done the same thing. Steph endorsed Hillary, not as openly. Not as like. Draymond Green is not as flamboyant. Like, you can assume Draymond Green is like LeBron. A comes out there like LeBron comes out there. In a huge, I'm pretty sure like a huge rally in Akron. He did have a big rally. And he's like, I endorse Hillary Clinton. It's too late, though. Yeah, right. should have done it earlier. More, at least more athletes should have done it. Okay. So, it was actually ruled last night that it was a suicide. A lot of stuff was going wrong, going down that, like a guard may have done it, like someone would have paid him off. His agent said, there's no way he killed himself. Do you believe he actually killed himself? Yes. Yeah, I mean, but this is he, the interesting he, thing. Like, we he took measures to block off the door from the inside. Yeah, that's true. So, but then we talked about this last night. But like, if he did kill, like the the big question is why? Like it was guilt. four days after. I mean, he. I mean, obviously he was up for two murders. Guilt? But st- here's the thing. I know this sounds a little corny. But I just watched that show, 13 Reasons Why. Oh, my Lord. And I had actually kind of a problem with it. Because it depicted... Yeah, it's, it's, it's going to get a little heavy. It's been getting, it, it's been it, getting it, like it a lot depicted, of... I haven't really even read any articles. I just... This is my first Yeah, thought. I've seen a lot of stuff. It's like... It, it, I depicted, it, this, it depicted it as there always has to be a reason why. And yeah. people committing suicide are so vindictive. And like they're trying to blame others. Yeah. And it's really... I don't think it's like that at all. I mean, I've... I think people with mental illness, sometimes it happens. Yeah. And I don't think... You have a I bad... You're it's like they have down. a... I mean, I don't think he was mentally ill, honestly. I think... You think he was mentally ill? I... I don't know. I think it, it was a combination of probably depression from, you know... He was probably pretty depressed, yeah. Being in prison and also there was probably... He probably... He wasn't a mentally stable person at all. Yeah, Most I mean, he probably... Murders, I think yeah, he's had, like, anger Most issues, murderers I guess. aren't mentally stable people, and... I know, I think he was just I mean, guilty. It's a, it's a pretty big, like, culture shock for him, too, because he's going to, like, making millions of dollars a year, his life being, like, turned around, being in prison. I think million dollars a year was kind of a culture shock to him. I think the culture he grew up in, being in prison was kind of where he expected to be. Oh, yeah. When you think about it. I don't know. I don't know. It's weird to me. I'm like, he, he killed just, himself. All right. I, I, yeah, I know. We know he killed himself, but, like, I don't know. The thing, the whole why of it, this is kind of like, but I'm like... Four days after him, like, at least he's kind of, like, he has that. He's, like, I mean, he's still in there, but, like, you know, 
he can still he can still like turn his life around kind of morally you know that's that's my opinion about it especially like people in prison like the people who commit suicide in prison i'm like you're in prison like you can still you can still lead a good life in prison even though you're in prison that's easy to say for us. Though. That's easy to say for us who are not in prison, but I feel like I feel I don't like know. You... I think maybe you just didn't see a light at the end of the tunnel. And the other big question is, and I, I thought this was interesting. I think this is actually an interesting topic because you you think it you think it's just like no, but like maybe he won't maybe he won't be in the in memoriam at the SBS or anything like in memoriam at all because he was a he was a murderer. But like other other um, athletes like Pete Rose. Who we talked about last week too, Michael Vick. Who we talked about last week. We didn't talk about Darren Sharper last week. Um, he's in jail too for a lot of messed up stuff. But like, do you think when they die, do you think they will be Pete honored? Rose Pete will Rose be probably will. Showered with honors. He probably will be honored. Pete Rose is the all-time hits leader. He's. But it's interesting. It's like it's like these. It's kind of like these these bad. I think these bad guys. I think within the next ten years, Pete Rose will be in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, Pete Rose is a little different because he was he, he wasn't his wasn't really more of like. His wasn't like a his his wasn't like a social crime. It was, you know, it, it was, was like I mean, it was, it, but it wasn't like it wasn't like a person on person crime. Yeah, it was a moral indiscretion, but it's not like he was hurting anybody. Yeah, he wasn't and like hurting, and he wasn't hurting animals. He wasn't hurting people. He was he was hurting like the social idea of the game. And all of his teammates say, like, if you watch him play, you knew he wasn't like shaving points or anything. Yeah, he. I don't think he. he I don't think they've ever improved. He bet on his own games. He just bet on other games. Yeah. Um, He'll definitely be on it, like, like Michael Vick. In the case think? of Michael Vick, I think I think it's been like ESPN's ten years. Already kind of been playing his redemption. Story. People, yeah, people have already kind of forgotten about that. Darren Sharper is a Darren little. Darren Sharper. I think as you will get, never. I think as you get more and more personal, because I mean, people. I mean, obviously, people have a little more Darren empathy. Sharper sexually assaulted a lot of women. Yeah, a lot of girls. Um, but I think as it gets more like as we're going up, it's like Pete, Pete Rose is pretty impersonal. <laughs> Michael Vick's thing, I mean, was against. It's not really personal, but it's still kind of like a really horrible thing to do to dogs. But like, it's still kind of impersonal. Here's a big thing too. He was a safety. Darren Sharper. Yeah, yeah, I mean, he was a really good safety, but it's not like he's like Ed Reed. People don't yeah. remember him as like the goat. Yeah. People, I think when people think of him, he's a decent safety though. When you think of Pete Rose, the first thing you think of is really good baseball player. Then you probably think. Yeah, he did the gambling thing. Mike Vick, I you probably think, think of, about the dog thing Yeah, first. you immediately think about that. Yeah, exactly. But you think about also how great of a quarterback he was. Yeah. And then Darren Shepard, you think about the sexual assaults, and it probably ends about there. Yeah. I can't really think of like any other like big-name athletes. Because, I mean, we talked about some last week, but I don't know. It, it, it'll, be hit, it'll, it'll be hit and miss. I, I could say Michael Vick being honored um, just because they kind of – forgot about his like pretty quickly like it's it's been almost like 10 years now since that happened i mean he was back in the league within like three years yeah almost after he served after his after sentence yeah and then the other thing big, big thing that happened this week um bill o'reilly we talked about this bill o'reilly gets fired from fox news okay interesting right kind of came yeah. out of the blue yeah i mean we, we think we knew it was coming yeah it's just kind of interesting just be like he's I don't know. He he was kind of always like this poster boy for Fox News. He's kind of like the I don't you think he so. He's kind of like the Anderson Cooper of Fox News. Absolutely. He was uh, he had like the highest rated cable show. Like Stephen Colbert pointed this out for like fifteen straight years. Jeez, cable Louise. news show. I mean, cable news show. Yeah. With O'Reilly Factor. Yeah, the O'Reilly Factor was the 
the big program for Fox News. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So, when you think of, when you think of, when you think of Fox News, you think of Bill O'Reilly. But I don't think Fox News could handle another one of these after the Roger Ailes incident yeah. last year. I mean, but like, do you think do you think Fox News is going to suffer now? I mean, obviously, I think, if, you, if you just said they're the, he's the largest, he's I think the biggest. Fox News. I mean, they're already kind of suffering. I think, no, I think Fox News has people that are going to listen to it no matter what happens. Exactly, exactly. Fox News has its fan base. But, like, Bill O'Reilly hasn't been as, I mean, he's always been big, but I feel like he he hit his peak a couple years ago, honestly. Yeah. He hit his peak, obviously, when Obama was in office. He could he could go against somebody. Right. But, uh, I, like, the last couple years, I mean, during, like, Obama's lame duck last year and then this year, like, the last two years, you haven't really heard a lot of from him. We've, we've kind of... I mean, he just kind of, kind of, kind of says interesting things once I think in a it's while. also paired with society's move towards, like, multimedia, like, exactly. social media and stuff like that. Exactly, yeah. I mean, Bill O'Reilly, he could, you don't think he was going to be on there forever. I think at some point he would have retired anyway. He's a pretty old guy. He's still an author. He's wrote a couple books. How old is Bill O'Reilly? Let's Bill O'Reilly's got to be like 70, don't you think? Really? That's my guess. Bill of Rights. He is 67. 67. Not a bad guess on my part. He kind of looks like Mike Huckabee. Yes, he does. <laughs> they share very similar values. But I, I don't know. I think Bill O'Reilly is kind of a relic the, of the past. Anyway. Bill O'Reilly payout could be as high as $25 million. Wow. That's intense. I don't know. I thought it just came I thought it just came out of the blue. I woke up and I got a, a CNN um, a CNN report. I was like, Bill O'Reilly fired from Fox News. I was like, what? I was like, that's interesting. You know what surprised me? <laughs> One of the allegations was him going after an African-American woman. That's funny. I figured he, I figured he only liked white women. You think that? What's up with his books? You know All his he, books are about killing Reagan. Yeah, that's like his killing series. Lincoln, killing Kennedy. What the heck? What do you think Sean Hannity's gonna do? Ugh. <laughs> Apparently, he cornered a girl, that girl in the corner, and called her what? Hot chocolate. He said that. That's what Bill Riley said. He said that to a black girl. Yeah. Oh Jesus. Oh come on. I don't like. I'm trying to say partisan here. He was a he was a ratings monster. He got good ratings year in year out, but I never liked him. He was an inside edition too. Yeah, nineteen ninety six to two thousand seventeen. Wow, that's a long show. It's longer than our lifetimes at this point. Exactly. Yeah, that's what twenty years almost. Jeez Louise. Okay. Another thing we're going to talk about, I mean, I don't know if you watched this video, but Vox News, not Vox News, but Vox put out a YouTube video. Um, Basically, they kind of like accused CNN of treating news coverage like, um, like sports debates. They do, they treat it, they treat, they treat it like sports. That's basically how they're saying. And after watching the video, I mean, you can kind of see it kind of like they're, they're more, I mean, especially, I mean, like CNN had, once CNN's like in the political kind of, that kind of you're in the, the tail end of, you know, your political campaign, and then, like, you're in, like, the first, like, couple months of the first presidential campaign, and you have all these people debating back and forth. You kind of see that, but, like, once people, once the president kind of settles in, you kind of see them kind of going back to their, you know, more... Know. There's been a lot to debate about. I, but you can definitely... More saw, than usual. Than you definitely see that, but the thing what they do is they kind of, like, they relate it back. They show, like, side-by-sides of, like, PTI and, like, First Take and how, like, it literally looks like CNN stuff. But I mean, do you do you think this is good? Do you think would you rather have entertainment news? I mean, not like e news, <coughs> not like e news. You I know, like saying, yeah. would you rather have news that is entertaining, or would you rather have news 
not you specifically, but would you rather have, do you think it's good for television to have, well, that's my question. Do you think it's good for television to have news that be entertaining, or do you think it's bad for, for television? This is for television. Television specifically, I mean, it's good for it. I what think do you mean it's good for it? To get ratings? Yeah. I think it's great for it, because it, it turns more people, I mean, maybe, I mean, people are being at least a little bit informed. I mean, CNN is not the most, it's no like New York Times, you know, it's no like big. I'm taking it to the other question, though. Specifically, does it make good television? Yes, it yeah, does. Yeah, I mean, of it, course but it, does. it tunes people in. It tunes people in. Just like, just like first take, you know, first take to show at like eleven o'clock in the morning. Like, who is people? First most take people are, is garbage. Yeah, but it's still it tunes people in. It gives people an opinion. But like, it, but then the argument there is: is their opinion fact based, and is it politically correct? And uh, yeah. but I mean, I think it's it's good for t- television because you're having kids our age who would never listen to the news. Right. Tune in. I don't really even watch CNN that much. I usually just use social media. I think exactly. That's kind of where we're going. Yeah, that is where we're going. But that's kind of, I mean, they're doing that kind of, but you have all these different, what they have is like, they're talking about all these different like panelists who come on. They, they basically pay them to say bogus remarks and then they have them back on the show to have their own little panel about how they defend those remarks. And No, I mean, for the state of, moving on to the next thing you got on the list here, I'm jumping the gun here. For the state of like today's political landscape, yeah. I don't think it's good at all. No, it's horrible. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, because it's, it's it's turning it's turning everyone else into cynics. CNN, I think, isn't held to the standard it, yeah. that like old media like NBC, yeah, and like, ABC. Well, are. yeah, like those old like where you had like the big three. You know, you had ABC, NBC, CBS, who were like yeah, those like, big. Like, Dan Rather, Walter Cronkite, Harris, who are like the these figures media, of television. Yeah. Yeah. They're not held to the same standard. No. But I think when you have the power and the backing of Time Warner, you should exactly, be. Exactly, yeah. Dick like, Turner. W- yeah, when you, have, when you have this power and you're one of the most, you're probably more, more watched than those guys. I don't know. I don't know the numbers, but you get as big of an audience Maybe not on television, but across all platforms. But like, I think you should be held to that standard. But when, but usually, like when someone says like political news, like television, political news, they're kind of the first thing. Well, at least what people do is like when when big news happens, they go to CNN first. Right. But the people our generation, yeah, I think older older people, CNN hasn't really even been around that long. Yeah, CNN's been around since like the eighties. I want to say like older people, like elderly people, are in the like old media, but. Yeah, I mean, at this point, they should be held to the same standard that those big media conglomerates are. I'll say it's good for TV just because it, it brings a lot of people in. It's good for for the continual television um, standard, especially like politics on television. It's kind of you, know, you have like your MSNBC and like those kind of C-spans who are like really boring news, and that's why people people when people think political news. They think of some of those sometimes, and they think like, "Oh my god, it's so boring." And it gives it a little more, kind of like a little more flair. It's good for TV, but I think it's bad for politics. Like I said, because it's it's so it turns people into cynics. Because you literally it divides people. Because you, you see people debating on TV, and you're like, "Oh, now we have to debate. And we have to. Yeah. I, I have to since I'm a Democrat. I have to be like I have to debate all the time with a Republican next to me. It doesn't have to be like that. And that's what I think. Like that's what CNN is turning into. Yeah, they're kind of moving us past making our own individual decisions. Yeah, it's more of like, they're doing this us, like us, it's us versus them. It's like, it's the Republicans it's versus the Democrats. kind of a reflection of society, though. Are we kind of streamlining everything? Yeah, you can say so. I mean, that's what kind of it is right now, but you see, like, you see these debates on TV and it's like, wow, this is like how it is right now. Like, you can't go to... Are people aren't people aren't going to the, the same bars because they, they know like a Democrat or Republicans but gonna be there and they don't. You see this all the time. It's, it's a smart business plan though. What? Because 
uh, being so divisive. Yeah. Because they know that things are easier to digest if you're, if they break it down, if you're here and you're here, it's easier to digest if you put it that way. Yeah. I don't know. It's good, good for good, TV. It's a good discussion. Good for saying. TV, bad for political climate. I don't it's know. It's a good discussion. Yeah, it was pretty good. We gotta move on though, because I feel like we're not gonna end the time. So today in history, April 21st. Kind of a boring day, honestly. I was looking up stuff. Not a lot of like interesting like events happened. Tiananmen Square started today. Mm. Tiananmen Square protests. I think it's cool. Kind of like your big. You see that? You see that big? Uh, the guy told the, the tank. Guy, yeah. I don't think that was today, but it started today. Um, besides that, besides that, that's about the only I, thing I know about that protest. It's the guy with the guy in front with of the tank. Tank, yeah. tank guy. Um. Yeah. Not a lot of eye popping events today, but come some interesting birthdays. You know, we got John Muir, Varmilla. Patty Lapone. I'm playing with something. You're uh, you're testing out your Ashen Slaughters. <laughs> no, those are four. Um, Iggy Pop's birthday today. Tony Romo's birthday is today. Well, we should be highlighting his career. <laughs> Rob Riggle's birthday is today. Good birthdays. Rob kinda Riggle like, is hilarious. Kind of like B star. Yeah. I don't want to call like John Muir and like Patty Lapone B star, but like Patty I don't know who those people are. You know who John Muir is? He's an environmentalist. Patty Lapone's like the singer, right? Yeah, she's like a she's like a stage singer. But, she, but like Patty Lapone is the B to like Liza Minnelli, you know? Yeah. You dig? And Iggy Pop is kind of like the B to like uh, other larger punk like Clash and like Ramones, you know? He was kind of like the more niche. Iggy Pop. He was the I, if you if you like Pop was like the guy for a lot of people. He was, but like he's like he's like an, for a lot of people for like some people like when you like when you rank like top like seventies eighties punk bands you're like you're gonna go like the Clash or like the Ramones or like Sex Pistols and you're like and then Iggy Pop I mean he's kind of like your third choice, right? Exactly. And then Tony Romo, he's your third choice. Tony Romo, nobody's first pick as a quarterback. It's, it's kind of like Rob Riggle too. It's like. Do we want Will Ferrell in our movie, or do we want Rob Riggle? Jenny Romo literally wasn't anybody's pick. He was undrafted. That is true. But then he became the guy, and then he became that. But it's also Queen Elizabeth's birthday. Queen Elizabeth II is turning 91 today. The, the Iron Lady. All right, Queen Elizabeth, we talked about you. You got some time left. You got some time. Well, Queen Elizabeth, you have 10 years left in you. I, I believe in you. You think so? So who's so It's what? Who, who gets the throne after she's done? Uh, She's done. That sounds that sounds it's horrible. Son, I think. It's, it's gonna be the first king in a while. Yeah, it is first because Prince King. I mean, there's been kings, but not it'll pass not up. Based on it'll pass up um, Charles, and then it'll go to Harry, I believe. Who's not the, Edward, right? I don't think there is. He's one of the sons. Edward's He's like the, the grandson. Edward's like the six year old. He's the grandson. <laughs> I don't know the royal family. I just know I looked I actually looked this up not that long ago. I know it's it's one very of sons. it's very interesting. The royal family is very interesting. Because it's gonna be one of the first uh <laughs> actual royals. kings in forever. Yeah, right? She's been in charge for a very long time. And Pippa, Pippa Middleton's getting married. Dang it. <laughs> I love Pippa. She's so awesome. She's so beautiful. It's um You know Princess died, died on my birthday. Did she really? Yeah. That's sad. Year of and everything. There's a whole website dedicated to the royal family. I want like a picture. Come on. Just look up who's next. I know it's one of her sons. Yeah, it's, it's either Harry or I can't forget the other I can't remember the other guy's name. Uh, William. It's gotta be William. Who's yeah. Edward? Edward is... There is no Edward. There is an Edward, bro. No, there's no. Oh, that's Edward is um. 
Edward is her other son. He's like the one. He's like the jet setter. He's the one that's like famous. He's the other son, Prince Edward. No, Harry's the one that's like famous. Harry's the one who's like Harry is like the um. Harry's like the social kind of like, he's like the upper class echelon. Prince Edward is ninth in line. So yeah, he's ninth in line. Yeah, Char- actually, Charles is next. It says on he this. He was third when he was born. Yeah. Well, yeah, once Charles had a, had his kids. This says Charles is next, but Charles can pass up on it, I think. And then we'll. Charles is next. You know what kind of sucks about William. you know what kind of sucks about Prince Harry? He will literally like never be king. No. Because <laughs> I think well, if Charles he'll he'll be alive for a couple more years, but then like Prince William he'll rule. For a very long time. He's very, very young. The interesting young. thing is... And then Prince George. We're going to have kings for a while. Yeah. <laughs> this one just says royal baby. Royal baby. Okay. So, Pippa's getting married. They're celebrating Queen Elizabeth's 91st birthday today. So, we're going to break down our top five Brits of all time. We should have some tea. <laughs> Tea, my list, sir, my list certainly does not reflect. These are all people alive, is what I chose. Yeah, and my list certainly does not reflect the best Brits of all time. No, yeah, it's just kind of like it's kind of like my faves. It's our kind of fave Brits, you know. Right. Like, it's, it's not about it's about us. It's about it's our show. I mean, it takes forever to pick the best. I mean, there's a lot of British people out there. They got a lot of history for sure. They got a lot of history, a lot of bad history, a lot of good history. You know, the whole yeah, I came thing. very close to picking Jack the Ripper, but I decided <laughs> it probably wasn't appropriate. Jack the Ripper. They're making, they have a TV show about him right now. Nate G. Wells, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Number five. What do you got? Hugh Laurie. Hugh Laurie. A lot of people don't realize Indie that House, Hugh bro. Laurie is British. Yes. Everyone's if like, you oh, watch he was, House, you just don't know. Everyone's like, he's so good in House. Like, he's like, dude, he's British. That's an American accent he's doing. Have you ever seen his, his, his sketch TV show? No. He, just, he, had, he had this sketch TV show in like the 80s and 90s. Oh my God, it's so funny. Hugh Laurie, yeah. My favorite Hugh Laurie movie or TV show altogether, though, probably Stuart Little. Was he in Stuart Little? He's the dad on Stuart Little. He wasn't Hugh Laurie in Hundred One Dalmatians too. Yes. The live the live action remake of Hundred One Dalmatians. Yes. And he played a British guy in that one. Yeah, I think that movie's set in Britain. I believe so. Hugh Laurie, that's a good one because a lot of people don't realize that he's a, he's British. My number five, David Beckham. Bend it. Bend it like Beckham. I think David Beckham. I mean, this is a good one because like he is like he has a. When you think about American sports, he's like a big impact on American sports because he basically started like the you know the American like MLS soccer movement. Tell me if I'm wrong. What? I mean, tell me if I'm stupid or something here. Was he ever like the best player in the world? I mean, not really. But he's... what was he capped out at? Like a Wayne Rooney level? Probably. No, 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 no. He's better than Wayne Rooney. Where did like his celebrity come from? He's just... I mean, he's he's kind of like, like, like Ronaldinho. He's kind of, he's kind of that like Ronaldo thing where he's like he's like a very beautiful looking man. He's like he's got all these like he's got a supermodel wife and Ronaldo is much better. I think so, yeah. But David Interesting. Beckham. Interesting. Number four. Adele. Adele. <laughs> yeah, I love Adele. What yeah. can I say? What can you say? Number four, I have Liam Gallagher. Lead, <laughs> lead, lead singer from Oasis. I just put Liam Gallagher just because he's so funny. Interesting. He's just very. I mean, Oasis is very good. I like Oasis a lot. Um, but he's just like a very outspoken guy. He's kind of a nut job, but he's very he's very funny on Twitter. He has a very interesting Twitter account. He's just very outspoken. I like that. I like Liam Gallagher. I'm not a huge fan of Noel Gallagher though. Uh, who's that? Like his, it's his brother. His brother. It's his brother who started the band. With Sounds him. like a girl name. Noel. 
Yeah. Or Noel. I don't know. I'm not even really a fan of Oasis. You don't like Oasis? Listen to What's the Story Morning Glory, man. I like Champagne Supernova. Yeah. That's a good one. You like Wonderwall? It's like every guy. Like that dude who whips out a guitar at a party. <laughs> every, every guy whoops out a guitar. You guys know this one? It's called Wonderwall. I'm a little place in the song called Wonderwall. <laughs> no, How man of special people change. All right. That's Champagne Supernova. Which you were just oh, saying. God dang it. <laughs> <laughs> because maybe you gotta there you go. be the one. There you that... go. He's just saying, I like Champagne Supernova. It's a good song. All right. Who's your three? Andy Murray, boy. Andy Murray? Yeah. He's kind and of like... God. he kind of, He's kind of like their national hero right now. He's a big deal. He's like their big sports hero right now. Because he's like... Yeah, the, he's like the, lame. He's like the one... Yeah, right. <laughs> Way to go, Britain. Your big sports hero is a tennis player. But he's like... He's not even like that cool. I, mean, I like him. How do you know what Andy Murray's social life is like? He's, he might be like the coolest guy. He's no John McEnroe. He's no John McEnroe. But he's like... But like when he won... When, I think he won, he won Wimbledon. A couple years ago, and it was like a huge deal there, and he was like, "He's a cool guy." As far as my like, my I bet like as far as my appreciation for tennis goes, I like him. Yeah, but that doesn't go. He's far. no, you know, you know, Nick Kriegos is. He's like the that, John. That dude is always uh, he's like, in trouble. He's like the John McEnroe of today. Yeah. He's awesome. He's like boys breaking rackets and stuff. I like the bad boys of tennis because tennis is such a like just a kind of. A very mild sport. It's a, a very, bougie sport. It's a very quiet sport. And then like, you have these like, spazzes like John McEnroe and Nick Rigos. It's awesome. Um, my number three, the GOAT, Daniel Day-Lewis. Oh, yeah. Daniel Day-Lewis. He's the GOAT. There will be blood. Best acting of all time. He's the man. Daniel Day-Lewis. Three. He's actually... I was I, I was thinking this. I'm like, is he Irish or is he British? So he lives in Ireland. I know that. Do you know there's about five times as many Irish Americans as there are in the population of Ireland right now? I can see that. There's a huge Irish population, which is like in the Midwest and the East Coast. Isn't that weird, though? There's way more Irish Americans in America right now than there are people in Ireland. I could believe it. There's a lot of immigrants, man. Um, there's even a new Daniel Day-Lewis movie coming out this year, apparently. I'm excited. Okay. Speaking of movies coming out with people on our list, Christopher Nolan's next on my list. He's British? Yes, sir. He's kind of like Christian Bale, where like he's always doing like American... I forgot Christian Bale was... British too. Christopher Nolan is British. Wow. Where's he from? I don't know. Christopher I just Banks. Up British celebrities today. <clears throat> Excuse me. I mean, he, he, looks he, he looks insanely British. He looks British. He's, doesn't from, he? he's from Westminster. Interesting. He's yeah. He's got Dunkirk coming out soon. July. I was excited for Dunkirk, but then I was like, I feel like the trailer came out way too early. It came out like in December, and the movie's like out in July. I'm like, dude, this movie is just gonna be Christopher Nolan doing a war epic, though. What more can we want? Yeah, it's 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 yeah, Except for, isn't it like uh, which one of the One Direction guys is in it? There's no One Direction guy in. in... Yeah. Are you serious? I think it's I think it's no Harry, way. But I'm not sure. No way. I did not. I forgot know... those guys on my list. I love One Direction. Oh, good lord. I'm no. Dunkirk cast. It's. Uh, I might not be Whoa, this is a pretty good cat. It's Harry Styles. It's yeah. Harry Styles. It's got Tom Hardy and Cillian Murphy, though. I love Killian Murphy. Killian Murphy, is that how you pronounce yeah. it? Yeah. He's, from, he's, from from he's Irish, though. Scarecrow. Yeah. That's all I know. I forgot from. that he worked, Killian Murphy worked with, uh, Killian Murphy's awesome. Oh, yeah. And Kenneth Brodigan. He's got a big movie coming out. This is the guy who worked. It's like it's going to be Sausage Fest. Makes sense. It's a war movie. Yeah, right. It's a World War II war movie. All right, my number two. Another '90s guy, Damon Albarn. We talked about him a couple weeks ago with the Gorillas. My last two, my last two guys are British guys, British musicians. So I have a lot of musicians on here, but Damon Albarn, 
he was part of Blur, and then he's Gorillaz, and Gorillaz are awesome, and he's British. He's like, you don't really, you don't really see a lot of like British hip hop musicians. He's like kind of one of them. Can you can you think of another? I think their hip-hop scene is kind of self-contained over there. I bet it is, Like, they yeah. got one, but I think it's, like, their own thing. Yeah, it's not like it's not like our hip-hop scene where it's, like, very... They don't have, like, a hip-hop British invasion thing going exactly on. Exactly right. Can you think of any other, like, British hip-hop guys? I don't, I'm sure I, if... This is... Interesting. I'm not really into hip-hop. This isn't... I bet someone's gonna pop up and you're just gonna freak out. Roots Maneuver? Nah, I don't know. These are some people. very... I mean, Tiny Tempo, everyone kind of knows. Roots Maneuver is... He actually worked with uh, British hip hop. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, this is this is this is quite underground. Could look into. I've never heard of any of these people. That's how they do it over there, man. Scottish hip hop. That's probably interesting. Let's not go down this rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, we need to get moving anyway. Number one, Elton freaking John, baby. I forgot about Elton John. That's a good number one. Elton John's the goat. I love Elton John. I'll top you up one more. Paul McCartney. Yeah. I- Who's your Beatle? Who's your fave Beatle? I don't know. Probably Ringo. Shut up. Ringo is not your favorite Beatle. Shut up. That's Puss's Garden, baby. <laughs> I don't know. George Harrison. I like George. George Harrison's underrated. I was never. I'm never a huge. Uh, I'm not a huge John Lennon fan, honestly. Uh, I think he's a, he was a freaking hippie. Move over, hippie. Paul McCartney, that's a good choice, though. I'd take Elton John over Paul McCartney. Wings, bro? Wings is awesome. <laughs> Wings is dope. Actually, my, my Xbox Live name when <laughs> I was growing run. up was Band on the Run 124. One Band on the Run 124. Okay, let's get to our high five because we're running out of time here. Um, got a lot of NBA. Boston at Chicago. Chicago's up 2 1 in the series. Boston's going to take the next one. I agree with you. Boston's going to take this one, too. Our favorite series of the week, LA Clippers versus the Bernie Sanders in the NBA, Utah Jazz, tied at 1-1, game three. Well, I gotta pick the Jazz again. You're gonna pick the Jazz again? Taking it home now? At home? Come on. Clips are gonna win it. Clips. Milwaukee. The might be back. That's right, I forgot he was injured. Um, probably, the, probably the most interesting kind of lop, I don't know, the wins have been kind of lopsided, but Toronto at Milwaukee. Uh, Toronto probably Milwaukee's, Milwaukee's up, up 2-1 yeah I'm gonna go with Toronto too Cleveland to Pacers Cleveland's going for the sweep <sighs> alright get out the brooms you want the brooms I'm, I'm I'm folding yes this is good because I picked the Pacers alright the gentlemen's gentlemen's sweep um and then we finally have a good soccer match two teams Stop. you probably know about Real Madrid and Barcelona. All right, I can do this. El Clasico is this weekend. El Clasico. Who won the last one? It was Real, right? I believe so, yes. That's not happening again. You think Barcelona's going to Wait, wait, didn't Neymar just get suspended? Yeah, he's out. You're right. Look at Jacob. Look at Jacob knowing more than me about soccer. Real Madrid. You're a big Real Madrid? El Clasico 2016. Barcelona won the last one, 2-1, March 22nd. I did not know that. They played one this year, like recently. No, it's this weekend. No, this is different. Barcelona have won, oh no, wait, October 25th. Why did not show that one? So yeah, so Real Madrid did win the last one, 3-1. And Jabroni. That's two in a row. You're thinking two in a row? You're thinking Real Madrid? Yeah. Who's scoring? 
Ronaldo. Ronaldo, just one one zero. Ronaldo. Does PK play for that? Gerard PK plays for Barcelona. Oh dang! He'll score two though. It'll be two one. Gerard PK with two goals. No, he'll score one. Oh. It'll be two one, and they'll lose. And Ronaldo's gonna put two in. Who's another player for Gareth Bale? Gareth Bale plays for Real. Yes. Yeah, Gareth. Okay, Bale's Gareth good. Bale. Okay, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go through Real Madrid too. I like Gareth Bale's hair. <laughs> he looks like a monkey. He literally looks like a man monkey. All right, and then the would you rather? We're gonna do, we're keeping it light because we had a pretty we had a pretty hardcore hitting chat today. But would you rather lose your preferred foot or your preferred hand? My preferred foot. That's a pretty easy one. I could right? just limp around for <laughs> yeah. I, I feel like I'm I feel like I'm pretty good balancing on my, my one like yeah. my left foot. I mean, you could get a prosthetic. We can also get a prosthetic hand too. Yeah, but it wouldn't really work as well. What about like a Luke Skywalker kind of hand where he kind of moves, you know? Do I get a lightsaber too? Uh, no, you do not get a lightsaber. You just well, then get... obviously that technology is not viable yet. All right. Give it ten years. I'm going with preferred see. foot. Yeah, You're going me too. preferred foot. That's yeah, I think that's an easy one. Alrighty. I thought I had some. I had something good for this week that I was gonna put up on. Never mind. I thought I was gonna come up with a good poll on Twitter. Maybe it was the Aaron Hernandez thing. <laughs> All right. I'd rather just not talk about him ever again. Well, that is kudos for week eight of the pecan dandies for Jacob and for Jacob. Yeah. Any any parting words? Stay frosty. Good night and good luck. We'll see you guys next week on the pecan dandies.